5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Five o'clock. We're live. Ben Byram. Producing today's show. Hey, Ben. Oh. Hey, Ben. Intern Joe. (laughs) Thanks to Mike Houston for being in yesterday. That was, uh, I got a lot of nice compliments about uh, our interview with Coach yesterday. Very in-depth. Learned a lot. He was great. He was great. And um, big Mike Houston fan. And uh, I think he was, uh, he enjoyed coming in here. We we had him record some stuff for us. You know, liners that we'll hear on other stations and on our station and for our show. But the Hey Ben thing came up. I don't and, really quite understand the Hey Ben, but everybody seems to have a lot of fun with it. And well, I, I'm going to explain really Hey Ben. It, I was I was getting ready to. So, as you can hear, Ben is sounds like he's from New Jersey. No, is, you, is that correct? No, you don't. <laughs> it's a joke, not a funny one, but I had a to joke. Think about it for a second. Yeah, well, you had to think about it. Intern uh, Joe is from New Jersey, right? New York. Well, you were from your family's from New Jersey, right? Carolina. He has no idea what you're talking about. I thought you had fam- your family. I think you're getting confused with Philip. He had family from Boston. I thought your family was from New York. Dad's side of the family is from well, New York. Well, then they're from New York. Okay, all right. You didn't have to give that look, Casey. Obviously, you're <laughs> right. What are you ta- yeah. Everything I was saying about his hat earlier, I take back. It's a nice hat on today. So my, my little joke with Ben was always that, you know, Ben being kind of a good Southern boy, Probably heard the phrase, hey, Ben, a lot in his life. A whole lot. Every yeah. day. Every day. Yeah. And so it just struck me as funny because I would always sometimes when I'd see Ben, I'd say, hey, Ben. And then I realized he probably said, he probably heard in his life a gazillion times, hey, Ben, in a real, you know, country accent. Never thought twice about it. Right. And that just struck me as amusing. So we've had certain guests, friends of the show, Give us their own rendition of Hey Ben. Coach Houston, though, he wasn't doing it as a salutation or a greeting. He wanted you to get your butt in gear, it sounded like. He, he wanted you to get over there and, and hit that guy. Hey, Ben, That's roll what, the audio. There you see? He wants you to roll the audio, Ben. Hey, Ben, hit that cut. Yeah, see? There's one who's like, get your butt in here and roll the audio. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. He was done. He came in here and yelled at me, hey, Ben. (laughs) Oh, no. What have you created? That was good. He enjoyed that. I I didn't really explain to him the hey, Ben part of it. You know, that it was more of a greeting. Like, you've probably heard the greeting, hey, Ben, your whole life. He seemed to enjoy it in his own little way. In his own way, he seemed to enjoy it. He seemed to enjoy it. It's all right. I I know his music picks. I know his music choices. And I'll silently criticize him. You did (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, boy, there's a lot of, you know, kind of just little things to talk about today. Uh, Will Bland, who's the coach of the uh, Rose Rampant football team, they're going to be playing in the playoffs tomorrow. That game will be heard on our sister station, 97-9 at 7 o'clock. We've got uh, all three of the teams we cover are in the playoffs, aren't they, Ben? Uh, with I, When I say the they were their good we, luck charm. Yeah, with IBX Media, because uh, some of our sister stations there, Havelock and uh, Edenton, I believe. And uh, they're in the playoffs. And uh, also in the playoffs, the uh, Rose Rampants back after an absence of a year. So uh, because of baseball this year being on 94-3 and the doubleheaders and the games at night and all that on Fridays, uh, since they're playing a spring football season, uh, we've put the games on 97-9 this year. Croft Massey and RV have done the games. They've done a fabulous job. Uh, but Croft uh, has to be away this weekend. So Ben will be, or not Ben, Trent will be stepping in. Oh, am I? Oh, oh there you go. get ready. Trent McGee on sports will be stepping in. And uh, Will Bland will get some of his thoughts on their uh, game against Lee County, the Yellow Jackets. That's Ryan's uh, intern, Ryan That is. That's, in, that's DJ Squirrelbot's uh, 
alma mater, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, there you go. We should have placed a friendly wager with uh, him. Okay, uh, so that is uh, coming up later on. Speaking of baseball, they are in Houston. Uh, the Pirates and the Cougars tomorrow, 2.45 for a 3 o'clock game. And then it's kind of a split doubleheader, isn't it? Because the other game does not start till 8 o'clock, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah, it, it starts pretty late. So that's a 7.45 airtime. Yes. Of course, as long as some of those games take, you might just butt right up into the uh, game. We'll see. Just roll right into it. You just roll right into it. We will not have a show tomorrow because there's really – it's hard to say if we're going to – I mean, the game – literally, the game could take two and a half hours. It could take four and a half hours. I know that all too well. You do. And so there's no reason for me to be sitting around here waiting to do a show. So, And I'm sure you guys will have some programming or something. So it's a three-day weekend for me. So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> you guys handle it. I, you, guys will, you guys will do fabulous. Uh, but ECU in uh, Houston tomorrow. Uh, is a go on uh, that uh, front. Um, I did want to start with this, but I guess I, we can because this seems to be like the most thing of like global talk. I wanted to maybe save it and build it up a little bit, but let's go ahead and do it because everything else today is controversial and it's not fun. Yeah, there's not a lot of fun today in some of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, the Washington football team, the artists formerly known as the Redskins, have re- that should be their new name. I like that. That's a, <laughs> they have uh, released a list of uh, they've released a list of um, uh, potential know, names. Potential names. For yes, like I'm trying to, to get I'm, for some reason. Intern Casey is instead of doing this in the intern Joe's doing this in the studio with me, which I, I'm still angry at him because of the sour look he gave me when I said he was from New York. It turns out you were right the whole time. I know. What was that all about? I was confused. I was said I actually lived in New York. I was like, no, I've lived in Carolina my whole life. So I was confused. I'm sorry. Sky doesn't listen. By the way, that accent, uh, South Jersey, just in case you didn't. Uh, that's, a, that's a South Jersey accent. I'm no kidding. shot. Yeah, no shot at all. All right. So what I thought we would do here is we'd give our top, our own top five names of these nicknames. Now, this is quite a list. We've got everything from... You know, normal kind of sports names to really bizarre sports names, nicknames, to uh, something here that looks like a number. I, I don't quite understand the whole thing, but we've picked our top five. Who wants to go for it? I think I should go first. Go ahead. Go right Go right ahead. Now, we, I, I told the guys, I said, you guys make your own list. No no looking, because you guys are always in there laughing no. and giggling with no, each no, other no, like no. a bunch of schoolgirls. I'm not ah, quite sure girls. what's Come on his now. list over there. But he's been laughing the whole time. And so. I said, I, you guys, when we first, the first time everyone will know each other's list is when we read it on the air. So these are these are among the I picked the top five they should go with. Okay, because they're gonna you know they're gonna do something like let the fans vote and narrow it down at all. Doing it five to one, right? You got to build it up a little bit. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just gonna give you the top five. If you guys want to pick the ultimate, that's up to you. I'm just gonna go with the ones the, the five I think they ought to. Consider. No particular order. No, I did mine alphabetically. Okay. Uh, ambassadors. I like ambassadors. I don't like that don't one. Like that was on one of my dude. worst. What lists. do you mean you don't like? What? You, I think ambassadors is fabulous. Ambassadors, come on. Ties it to the political thing. You could have kind of a regal. There's better uh, political names on there to me than ambassadors. Yeah, I don't like ambassadors. Reminds me of school or something. I didn't know Get we were. I didn't know we were doing a criticism. Okay, okay, good. You know this. It's a two-way street, boys. Just so you know. That's all right, fun. all right. I like it. Beacons. I like the beacon. Oh, you're trolling now. That <laughs> yeah, was also are you my trolling? worst list. Beacons. What's a beacon? That's a light. <laughs> Literally. Like a, a beacon light. of light. Exactly. It'll be At the, the top like a of, the, of the Washington Monument. Yes. The beacon. Dan Snyder is a beacon of light in the NFL. Belters. I like belters. <laughs> you're trolling. You're trolling now. Trolling. No, you're smiling right now. You're I'm not smiling. I can't believe you guys are, are coming at me like you kidding are. kidding right now. I'm not. Wait till he finds out what a belter is. What is a belter? Is. All right, it was on my list. A belter is someone who sings loudly. Well, no, it's like the Beltway. So it's like calling, it'd be like a nickname of a nickname, the Belters. So it's a nickname of people who just drive on the Beltway. But when I saw that. That's, t- that's not a likely When one. I saw that, I thought it was a pilgrim because, you know, they got the belts <laughs> on their hat. And I was like, they can be the pilgrims. Well, they can't be straight up be the pilgrims. Look, they got to be the belters. If they, can't be, be if they can't be the Redskins, they sure as hell can't be the uh, belters. Yeah, you know. Pil- or anything to do with yeah, pilgrims. Pilgrims right. versus cowboys. Right. Pilgrims killed Indians. Yeah, right. Allowed. You can't have anything to do with that. Uh, pilots. I like the pilots. That's too generic for yeah, me. Too generic. too generic. 
See, I think you could do something cool with it, like a Red Baron or something. That's you already got the Jets. Yeah, you got the Jets in generic. Do they have a Red Baron? I'm sure they can get one. We could have a Burgundy Baron. Yeah, his name one. was Sam Darnold. He got shipped out of town. <laughs> and then I just like the name, the Wayfarers. I just like Wayf- it. Wayf- it Am I the worst. <laughs> what? That's also my worst list. Come on. Does anyone know what a right Wayfarer is? Well, you're Mr. Uh, Mr. Encyclopedia, uh, Mr. Dictionary over there. Oh, man. Merriam-Webster, so why don't you that. look up the definition of Wayfarer? I'll look it up while Ben goes over his list. All right, Ben's got his list. So mine again, just for to recap here. Ambassadors, fabulous name. Regal name, if you will. Beacons, belters, pilots, and Wayfarers. What's you, the definition of Wayfarer? A Wayfarer is someone who travels especially on foot. There you go, running the football. Oh my god! Away fair. <laughs> oh who goodness. even is their running back? Antonio Gibson. Hey, see, this guy knows Encyclopedia knows. over here. Yeah, Encyclopedia Britannica over here knows. All right, Ben Byram, with his list. Now, uh, this I can't wait to hear. Go ahead. Uh, it, hey, I'm not trolling here. This is this is a real good list. So it's boring. No belters or ambassadors on this list. All right, number five, you got the Warriors. Wait, are you doing a countdown? Yeah, I'm counting it down. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. It's a buildup. This list is already generic. As I, I'll okay, get I was wondering what you meant five to one. That's I, the, wait a minute. Wait, I was, when you said five to one, I said, what, the, what is he talking about? Oh, you thinking. don't know how top fives work? I thought it was top five. You should have said top, top five, five, not five. I've never heard it called five, five to one. one. All right, do it. Let's five do to five one. to one, boys. All right. Warriors. Warriors. Let me tell you why Warriors is no good. No, okay. I, I That's fine. That's why it's at five. Golden State. Go ahead. You already have warriors. It's 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 if you're creating a nickname out of thin air, you don't need to have a, a, a similar nickname to another pro team. I See, I didn't give much thought to number five. I was like, they can reuse those helmets with the little arrowheads on it. They could, so they they can sublimely still be like uh, the Native American related. Yeah. You know. Okay. All right, warriors. Uh, go ahead. What else you got? This was easily the coolest name out there. Demon cats. Absolutely. Gotta go. To I one hundred percent agree with that. But don't don't demon cats. Demon cats is awesome. It just sounds awesome. Imagine all the marketing ability you could it, do with demon cats. It sounds awesome if you've never kissed a girl. You know, I mean, my God, demon cats. There's too many cats in the league. You know what? You're right. Too many cats. Moving on from that, the Griffins. What is a demon cat? Whoa, Griffins. The Griffins. Yeah, that, that was, that was Griffins is pretty. Cool. So now the Rocky Mount High School mascot are the Griffons, and I think that's a better mascot than Griffins. Oh like, yeah, the Griffons. I love it's the, the Griffins in the list, but yeah, I Griffons. I, I Griffons, like Griffons would be better, better wouldn't yeah. it? Oh. Like that ride at What's Bush a griffin? Gardens. Oh, a griffin's a Marian hysterical Webster. animal. So a demon cat uh-huh. is the name given to the ghost of a cat, which is purported to haunt the government buildings of the United oh, States. Oh, come on now. That is awesome. Building. A ghost cat? Zombie cat. Ghost cat. Zombie That's ghost cat. Awesome. Cowboys don't stand a chance. All right. What is... where? What? I don't even know what number one. I'm hoping... The on last three. One. Griffins. Okay. What? All right. There you go. Yeah, we two? know what a griffin is, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Number two, a mythical creature. the Razorbacks. When I in I, Arkansas. The, the only reason I don't like the Razorbacks, because, again, Arkansas is synonymous well, you, with the Razorbacks. You razor can bags. use other names. In, uh, you can, you can, I mean, there's plenty of teams that share the same name. To me, that would be like the Carolina name ourselves, the Panthers. They just make no sense. Like Panthers and Carolina. Well, it does make sense because we're the Carolina Panthers, baby. <laughs> 20 years All right, what do you got as number? Oh, boy, this is, I will say this, of top five lists or five to ones. Oh, this one's awesome. Pretty weak. This one is the most, weak like, sauce. whatever's. Number one, I got two of them because they're about the same oh. thing. The Red Hogs slash the Wild Hogs. I, I've been consistent since the beginning. I, I told you, Patrick, right here on air, we need to. they need to be the Hogs. I think he just wants The Hogs would make the most sense. You know, then the old school fan base, they used to have a little hogs thing going on. Yeah. It'd be yeah. perfect. You can call the concession stands the trough. You know, you can build <laughs> you can build a whole brand around this. The marketing, think of the marketing. I don't mind the Red Hogs or Wild Hogs so much. I think it is interesting you pick six, but uh, that's okay. my number one. Cop out. Wild Hogs. All right. Uh, now intern Joe. So at number five, we went to Defenders because, you know, the XFL Defender. I'm pretty sure the Defenders were in Washington for the XFL. And who didn't love the XFL in the springtime? Wait, 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 wait. You said I couldn't reuse names. Same thing still applies. I yep. think that's a pretty lame. Yeah, I don't like five. that one either. That's five. terrible. My, that's up there. Let belters. me just say, boys, my five were very solid all the way through and well thought out. You guys, you guys are just throwing a couple out there <laughs> yeah. at the end. All right, oh, this is awesome. So at four, I went Red Tails because that was a very popular one. It also has something to do with a uh, flying plane, so that has the pilots, but it has uh, more of a. Um, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was wasn't it a black a black unit too? Was it called the Red Tails? I remember seeing something about that. I remember there was something big yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. 
And in three, I, I went have with no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I hope we're still on the Tuskegee air. Airmen. Yeah, I think it was yeah, Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, they were yeah. called the Red Tails. Okay. All right. Number three, I got the presidents. But hear me out. They have to up- nope. no, no. They have to update their logo every time a new president comes into office with a picture of the president. You didn't take your list seriously. <laughs> this is all clown picks. No, no, no. <laughs> like the presidents. Why come would on. you get? Why would you use the president as the logo? <laughs> It'd be great. Hey, you want Joe Biden as the logo? <laughs> I, the, dude. Imagine if we had Trump just doing the no, like with the shoulder shrug as the logo. Are going to be sideways <sighs> like the uh, the old Redskin logo used to be? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? And then number two were this, the... This, what, was a, this was a bad idea. <laughs> and then number two were the Belters because I, I actually really like the name. And one was Demon Cats because marketing potential is out the roof. Did you you pick Demon Cats, right? But it was pretty low on my list. But Okay. Is that it? Yeah, those are my five. The Belters. I still what don't was understand the, what was Belters the second thing. one? Belters. Oh, you went with Belters, I too. I like Belters. He's trolling. <laughs> no, it's like a, uh, well, you, you know, the Beltway, and it's, I think it's like a play on that. It's a nickname. The only name worse than the Belters in a league is the Browns. I mean, you, <laughs> you call yourself the Belters, you're automatically the laughing stock of the league. I'm just seeing if I missed anything here. Because you guys saw some names I didn't think I saw. Uh, there, there's there's some other ones up here. What like, is 32 uh, FC? I, what that's football club. You know, right? I, we tried to look that up. I assumed there was some kind of like historical significance to it, but I couldn't find anything yeah. on. They're not the thirty second team, so. right? They're not, so that makes no sense. And then they've got W thirty two. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Or just W twos. It's tax day. Yeah, it is tax day. Makes sense. Washington D.C. IRS. Uh, Washington Rising was a weird one that Washington D.C. Football Club. Washington Capital City Football Club. If you're going to go with that, I kind of like that better. The CCFC. I saw First City up there too. First City Football Club. Yeah, that's not bad. It wouldn't CCFs be a little bit close to like the Soviet, like the Chinese CC. We'll hope Joe Biden is the president. Your list is very political. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just trying to say, wouldn't that be very political? It is a very political list. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's yeah, the Rubies up there, the Swifts, a lot of bad names. Rubies, up there. I didn't see that. No, I Rubies. like that one. You like the Rubies? I do. Oh my gosh, I do. Wow. I actually do like the Rubies. Yeah. We can all agree it's better than the uh, clowns in Raleigh that like the Red Wolves. Red Wolves, terrible name. Who likes, Don't like the Red who Wolves. Who likes the Red Wolves? A lot of the people in the triangle market like the Red Wolves. It's because it's close to the Wolf Pack. And they're that's, red. That that's true. Reason, there you yeah. go. Yeah, that that's, makes that's sense. Probably the, the voice of reason here. I, I think, uh, well, those look, as segments ago, <laughs> excuse me, on a uh, final show of the week, that was one. All right. Are we doing Bojangles today? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Caller what? Seven. Let's do caller seven at 252-561-GAME. Two five two five six one four two six three. Maybe you could give us a name that you think the artist formerly known as the Redskins should go by. I think it should be a requirement. Okay, yeah, you got to do that. You just give us a name on there. Do we get to grade them? If you want, if, if you're going to be as ugly to me, uh, why not? <laughs> as you guys were to me, why not? All right, uh, two five two five six one game two five two five six one four two six three. You will be a winner from Bojangles. Uh, more to come, including uh, the High School Athletic Association. Before the legislature today, at least a, a committee of the legislature, uh, that and a lot more after this. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Bojangles serving up their delicious chicken, fixins, and breakfast biscuits all day. Uh, you could go into any Bojangles store through the drive-thru. As if you're ready for some comfort food, it's bow time. Jason from K-Town, my hometown, is the big winner. Jason, how's it going? How are you? Congratulations on the Bojangles. Thank you. I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. What part of uh, Lenore County? Is it Kinston proper or or somewhere uh, else in the county? Um, somewhere in the county. I live over by LCC. Okay. I know where that is. I know where that is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So we gave this list of potential names. My list, as superior as it was, was apparently too intellectual next level for the peanut gallery here. Uh, do you have a have you seen the list that the Washington football team has put out as potential nicknames? Did you see this by chance? 
Not, no, sir, I haven't. Okay, so you really don't know what a good nickname might would be, right? Right. Okay. Let me ask you: Do you not like from, the not do, from the list? Do you like Belters? Do you like that one? No way, he does. No. Okay. There we go. Right, there we go. All right. he, some sense, some common sense around here for name. once. Belters is a good name. Uh, do you no, like? Not. Do you like ambassadors? No, you don't. Not, not really. No, ah, no. there we go. Beacons? No, he doesn't. No way. He might beacons. No. These are no. terrible. Do you like demon cats? That's awesome. No. Yeah. Oh, All right. Come on. All right. What do? You, what would you? Now you you've not seen the list, so. But what would you say that their team, their new team nickname, the artist formerly known as the Redskins, needs to be? I would have called them the um, the veterans. Ah, the veterans. I like that. Right. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty good. I do like that, Jason. That is really good. That that is awesome. Actually, I do like that. The NFL will never go for it, but I I do think. <laughs> hey, salute to service. I no, you're onto something there. I think you're absolutely onto something there. All right, Jason. Uh, yes, any sir. anything else you want to uh, shout out? Any 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 hot sports takes? Anything you want to ask Ben Byram or myself, or just anything? You got anything you want to want to get off your mind? Uh, yeah, something unrelated. Um, if you could comment a little bit on Jaden Gardner, please. <laughs> so, you know, there's a couple things with Jaden Gardner. This becomes a very popular uh, discussion point, and the NCAA is letting these. Student athletes this year transfer without penalty, a one-time transfer without penalty, and that's, uh, by all accounts, going to be the way it's going to be now. Uh, with Jaden Gardner, there's two thoughts on this. There's the Jaden Gardner thought that, uh, you know, look, he played for three years at ECU. He played his ass off. He was a, you know, all-conference player a couple years in a row, first team this year. He did all he could he gave to the program. But he didn't make it the full four years. He played for three. And I kind of, well, I see where you're coming from because I always admired how hard Jaden uh, Gardner played. I did not, I, I can't get behind that totally because he didn't stay. If he'd stayed the four year, if this was his senior year and he didn't want to go out like this and he wanted to go somewhere where he could get a little more exposure, uh, perhaps get to the NCAA tournament, I, I, I'm all for that. He leaves right. to go to Virginia. And yes, I know. And so, right. Yeah. Virginia. But see, I think Virginia of all the places he was considering is his best fit because Jaden couldn't guard anybody on this phone call because. <laughs> and, and so that pack line defense will not put him in a position where he's going to get taken advantage of in bad matchups because that happened a lot this past year, I think. Uh, I think right. their, their pace plays to his strength. He does better when he's got shooters surrounding him. And you could give him some space to work. I think in their offense, he'll have space to work. I don't know if he'll be the top option in that space to work situation, but he will. He'll have some guys that he can set up if he's able to draw a double, spot them. They'll be open. They'll hit shots. Never had that at ECU, especially the last two years. So yes, sir. You know, I think there's a lot of. I understand, you know, if, if a guy wants to get out of a situation, if a guy wants to try to, and look, he, it's not like he went down to impress to, to get more playing time or whatever with his numbers. He didn't transfer down a, a level. He didn't go from the American to the Big South or anything. No offense to the Big South, right? You know, he went up. He went up to the ACC, and I mean, as good as the American right. is in basketball, a lot of people don't realize that. But as good as the American is in basketball, uh, the ACC traditionally. And across the board, in most years, this year is not one of them. Uh, is is, a, is it's probably a deeper basketball league. Obviously, you've got two or three programs. Virginia is one of them that are national programs. Duke and you would see the other two. So, look, right. I mean, he's getting a tra- he's, he's transferring from a team that finished eleventh in the regular season this year to a team that finished, albeit a backdoor first place finish, first place in the ACC. So, I mean, I can't right. hate on the I kid. I can, uh, yeah, I can't ha- hate on the kid, but, I, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen him stick around one more year. But, you know, when he, when he made the decision, he also made the decision not knowing what the NCAA was going to do. He's got an extra year of eligibility. Now, look, if he were to go by some giant leap to the ACC, 
and lead Virginia with 27 points a game and 12 rebounds, he'd probably go pro. But, right. you know, I, I don't see him putting up those kind of numbers. So he's got at least two more years to play and hone his game. And and Tony Bennett's a sensational coach. So, uh, you know, I think I, – I don't, I don't think Jaden, if he was dissatisfied in any way, I personally don't think that he let it impact his play. Do you, Ben? You watched uh, every, every single game pretty much this year. I watched the majority of them. I didn't see Jaden – Cop and attitude. I think Jaden played hard, and I think Jaden tried to lead this team all the way up to their final game. One of the big takeaways this year in terms of his development is he definitely stepped up big time as a leader. Like you can even just see it on the court, just coaching guys up, not letting guys put their head down. Let's just get back at it at the next play. And he was just a great, tremendous leader this year, and not, not, not the shy kind of quiet Jaden we were used to in, in years previous. He was a lot more vocal. Hey, Jason, thanks a lot, man. Uh, be safe out there and uh, have a good weekend. Yes, sir. Thank you. Take All right. care. All right, Jason, our big Bojangles winner today. At Bojangles, they serve up those hot, fresh, made-from-scratch buttermilk breakfast biscuits all day, every day. It's bow time, so congratulations uh, to him. Uh, hey, that you know, the Jaden Gardner thing's a hot topic. I had someone today tell me that they're convinced this Dooley thing that he's, you know. He's leaving? what somebody told me today. Yeah. I said, what are you basing this on? One false report and everyone. The, I mean, there's a buyout. And I don't care how much money Kansas has, and I like Joe Dooley, you're not going to pay somebody's buyout to bring him on as an assistant Yeah, coach. that's what I'm thinking. You're not paying that for an assistant. I don't care who it is. Especially when you do have a guy that is also highly thought of, and Danny Manning, who was also an assistant there for a long time, who all you have to pay him is probably the bare amount of money because Wake Forest still owes him money. So you could get Danny Manning a lot cheaper in the short term than you could buying out Joe Dooley than paying him a salary. Think about it this way. It's it's not it's not a small program. It's Kansas. You can find a lot of guys that are, are really good at a cheaper price just because it's Kansas. It's well, a national program. I it's think the deal prominent with, program. I think the deal with Bill Self is it's a lot of what we saw with Hubert Davis. There's some ECU connection to this Hubert Davis news today. I think a lot of it is they want Kansas Self hasn't been there for like 20, 30 years. So he's got guys that have played in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, that that are the, you know, because like, the thing that's in vogue at Duke is you want to have all former players as assistants. That's in vogue at a lot of places. That's also in vogue, uh, obviously, at uh, at UNC now. Guys that have connections to the program and graduated and played in the program. Uh, that You know, at Kansas, what you want, you don't really have that, although Danny Manning did play at the program well before Bill Self was there, but you want guys that know how that system runs as your assistant. You want guys that understand the ins and outs of Kansas. Well, Joe Dooley does. Joe Dooley totally understands that. Uh, So I could see where he would be an attractive option. But again, we're going on one report, which the reports didn't say he was going. The report said it was discussed. I'm sure it was discussed when uh, the guy left to go to Texas. I'm sure there was a phone call made and it got blown out of proportion. I'm I'm sure it was. Why are we even talking about it? One thing that is for sure, uh, after looking like it was at a little bit of doubt yesterday, Jeff Lebo is officially on Hubert Davis's staff at UNC. And look, good for uh, Coach Lebo. High school, right back to college. <laughs> right, exactly. He made the jump. <laughs> he made the jump. You know, I thought uh, there were some rumblings yesterday that he might was having second thoughts on that. And I think he really had enjoyed the last couple of years not really doing things in the college. I mean, he kind of told us as much. You know, the high school thing, I mean, they're high school kids, so there's drama. But I think that was fun. That was the grassroots of the game. His dad was a longtime coach at the high school level. Dad's a great guy, and I I think that was kind of fun for him to be involved in that. The thing with the G League is it was just basketball. And that's what these coaches love, when it's just basketball. And it's not all the other stuff like recruiting and budgets and meetings and that sort of thing. It's just basketball. So I think that was kind of a big deal for uh, for Coach Lebo, and he gets Coach's son. Well, I think that's the big draw, Ben. If you want, if you, if I'm being honest, I think that's the th- the reason Jeff Lebo is is gone there. It gives oh, him yeah. a chance to see his son every day, to coach his son, which is kind of what he wanted to do. Yeah, that's uh, understandable. After, after he left ECU, and, and he's getting a chance to do that now. I think he'll be the X and O guy because you know every staff has an X and O guy. If you're a young head coach, and I think he's going to be the X and O guy. 
don't know if you need to make him the recruiting guy, but he definitely can be the X <laughs> yeah, and O guy. I don't guy. know about that. I don't know about the recruiting guy. Um, I only saw little bits and pieces of this, but the North Carolina High School Athletic Association today, um, their commissioner Q Tucker and some other members of her staff, and maybe for those that don't don't know this, let's re-educate them a little bit on, on this. So members of the General Assembly have started looking into the finances, have started looking into the um, the North Carolina High School Athletic Association because they're a not for, they're a nonprofit entity that governs public high schools in the state of North Carolina. They have an endowment that was quite hefty. They have an endowment and assets totaling forty million dollars. Well, there are no other entities in nonprofit land that have that kind of you know, balance sheet. They have over 20 million more than any other states. Right. As far as endowment money goes. Correct. So the big question today, and Don Davis, Democrat from here in uh, represents Pitt County, to his credit, Senator Davis asked, you know, kind of what is exactly is the plan, the goal, the plan with all this money? What are you going to use it for? And that was something that kind of kept coming back today. I only saw bits and pieces of it. Because of uh, it's hard to find it, but we finally did. And then uh, some calls that came in, I had to take while it was on. But I did at least get that piece of Senator Davis. But I mean, this is Phil Berger, the guy who runs the Senate in North Carolina. Um, Tim Moore, the guy who runs the House in North Carolina. I mean, these were some pretty heavy hitters on this on this thing. And the thing that they seem to be coming back to is, what is your plan for all of this money? The Athletic Association asked about or, or talked about grants and giving you know money back to member institutions, but that just it doesn't add up. I mean, there are schools out there. I've seen it firsthand. There's schools that are reusing jerseys from ten years ago, and, and it's not the. I'll say this: it's not the High School Athletic Association's job to fix the roof of oh, a leaky yeah. school. That is on the school board. That oh, yeah. is on the people who. Are, that is on county commissioners. But there are things that they shouldn't be taking. Now, they're not. They're, but, I mean, in my opinion, they, they, they shouldn't really take that endowment money. They shouldn't take part of the gate as going towards this endowment with that amount of money in there. And, and I'm not saying you don't you would want to have a strong endowment if you're an institution like a, a university, a college or university. Uh, if you are a nonprofit, you do want to have an endowment. That allows you to do some things as far as if, if you need to finance something yeah or i mean that that's totally understandable well there's reports out there that say like the assets they have right now is enough to operate for nine years just don't don't even touch that money you can operate for nine years and i think that that is i think these are all fair questions right before the show the high school athletic association and james alverson and and look i I like q tucker a lot we've had the commissioner on we're going to get her on again soon james alverson's been a great friend of ours here I've had my disagreements with the way that they do their business at times. Very bad at starting Zooms. (laughs) (laughs) They have issue with Zoom. But there are things that they do within their core mission. Being involved in this state for so long and being involved with championship games for so long and, and things they do that are very good for these kids. And that are, look, not every, not every uh, high school has an engaged booster club and fan base like, say, a D.H. Conley does or uh, like a Murphy uh, does out in the western part of the state. Uh, not every situation is is identical. So there's some really good things they do and provide as far as uh, an opportunity and an outlet for these student-athletes. It gives them something to strive for and play. I mean, it's important for kids to be in. We've learned that in the last year if we learned anything. It's important for kids to be in that school setting. Any of the negatives far are far outweighed by the negatives of them not being in that school setting. So this is the statement from Q Tucker via James Alverson. We want to thank the members of the General Assembly Committee for the opportunity to discuss high school athletics in North Carolina. This was an insightful experience, and we appreciate hearing the legislators' concerns and open dialogue about our association. We believe we accomplished our goal to better inform legislators 
of our mission, vision, and values. We look forward to continue this dialogue in the coming weeks. So they did say today, did the High School Athletic Association and the commissioner, that they're going to have, coming up in uh, a couple of weeks, their board is going to meet. And again, I didn't watch every single moment of this today. I've only just seen bits and pieces of the recap. But I mean, I do think there were some awfully pointed questions about this money and its intended use. And why is it going back to schools who are, in many cases, struggling to pay all of the costs associated with athletics? I mean, you have some counties that are even have talked about or are doing, they charge families a fee so the kids can play athletics that go into their own fund there to pay for uniforms. I mean, the cost of officials is is outrageous. That's why Philip, uh, the uh, ref Pilkington, does that because he's smart guy. He's smart. You make all that money. <laughs> but I mean, really, they, they don't have, I mean, like, it's hard to find volleyball referees. They could charge a premium amount. And a high school volleyball game is over usually in less than two hours. Yeah. So how could that money be reinvested, I think, is what the goal is. It's a healthy conversation. I think it's definitely a, a conversation, conversation that needs to be had. I mean, yeah. even just looking at this chart that they have up here, it's a head-scratcher when you look at North Carolina and then all the other yeah. states. There's a huge drop-off. But I'll say this. they do. There needs to be some oversight there. I'm not for go- government overreach by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think that there needs to be some oversight uh, there. And uh, I think that's where we're, we're possibly uh, headed. Uh, we'll see. But it was, that was interesting to kind of watch that today. It looked like a congressional hearing uh, like you would see on Capitol Hill. Okay, uh, we're running a little late here. Uh, ben, let's do it. You want to do the update now or do it after the break? We'll do it now. Go ahead and hit the update. We'll come back. And uh, then Will Bland will join us. We'll talk a little bit of uh, football with him as Rose prepares for their playoff football game. Here's Ben with an update on everything going on in the world. Thanks, Patrick. We start the NCAA as there are reports that the NCAA will allow transfers to play football and basketball immediately without sitting out a season moving forward from college basketball. Tar Heel head coach Hubert Davis assembled a new staff in Chapel Hill. Among his new assistants include former ECU head coach Jeff Lebo, Sean May, and Brad Frederick. Cincinnati hires UNC Greensboro head coach Wes Miller signed him to a six-year deal. Arkansas signs head coach Eric Musselman to a new five-year deal worth $4 million a year. And Arizona hires Gonzaga assistant Tommy Lloyd to be their new head coach. From the NFL, the Washington football team released their list of potential team names they're voting on. And the list includes some formidable and some very bizarre entries. The list includes some names such as the Aces, the Armada, the Brigade, the Belters, the Demon Cats, the 32FC, W32, among many, many others. The Atlanta Falcons signed former Pro Bowler and all-purpose player Cordell Patterson to a one-year deal. And the Seahawks signed former Cowboys defensive end Alden Smith to a one-year deal. From the NBA, newly signed Brooklyn Nets center Lamarcus. Aldridge has abruptly retired after claiming he was playing with an irregular heartbeat. The 35-year-old will wrap up his career as a seven-time All-Star and a five-time All-NBA honoree. Carolina Hurricanes are back in action tonight at 7 as they look to remain the number one seed in the Central Division and a host of Nashville Predators. Tonight will also mark the debut of newly acquired defenseman, the Anaheim Ducks, Johnny Hockenpah. Expect to start in the net for the Canes is James Reimer, while the Preds are expected to go with UC Soros. For your 94th of the game sports update, I'm Ben Barham. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. I can't wait. On your flagship home of pirate football, 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Rose Rampant's back in the playoffs after an absence, and uh, their first-year head coach is a guy that's been around a while, been around Greenville a while. Our good friend Will Bland joining us here. Uh, Coach, congratulations on the regular season championship, getting the Rampants back in the postseason. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you. I mean, it's uh, been a long time, and we're just glad we made it in now. Well, you uh, got the whole new season starting tomorrow night. Lee County out of Sanford will be the opponent. We'll get into them. Uh, but let's talk about your team. You guys have uh, – uh, boy, when you're fully healthy, I don't think there's an offense uh, as good as this one that you have. Uh, can throw the football, got guys that can make plays after catching it, have a great running back at Michael Allen. You guys have been a little banged up, but you've still been able to put up some big numbers and win some big games. So uh, while this has been a, a, an undefeated season, it's not been one of those where you guys have just run through everybody without some bumps in the road, I guess you could say. 
I agree. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the first couple of games we were able to get out on a big lead with them, just um, just let the defense um, do what they do. But um, I think our last game showed us that we can uh, play play under pressure, um, be able to take control of the game at the, towards the end of the game. So I thought that was great for our team to see that while we get ready for this playoff run. So we know Michael Allen's uh, great. We know he's had to miss a little time with some injuries this year. Uh, won't necessarily ask you about whether we'll see him on Friday night or not, but uh, what a special talent he is. And not only is he a fantastic uh, football player who's getting a lot of college attention, uh, you know, I, basically everybody tells me if, if he said, hey, I'm not going to go play college football, I'm going to just concentrate on baseball, he definitely would be an early-round draft pick. He still might be an early-round draft pick for the, for the majors. What a great uh, dynamic athlete he is. He is, and, you know, just the ability to have him play both sports. And nowadays, you know, a lot of kids are trying to just focus on one and just him being able to come out and do baseball, um, not only do baseball, but do track, and then also be a great athlete in football. It's just a um, kudos to him uh, and his parents for allowing him to play multiple sports. Yeah, you don't see it a lot, uh, Will. That, that We did that back in our day. But uh, now That's there's right. a lot of that, a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. There's a lot of specialization now. Will Bland is the uh, Rose coach. He's with us. Rose and Lee County, uh, seven o'clock from uh, Percy Daniel Stadium uh, coming up this uh, weekend at the Minji's Farley Athletic Complex on Friday night. We will have the game on our sister station, 97.9 FM. Uh, Trip McGee and the legendary Ronald Vincent RV will have the uh, call of uh, the game beginning at seven o'clock on uh, Friday night. Uh, getting the team to the uh, playoffs, that had to be a, a goal. Obviously, the conference championship's a goal, and what would come with that is an opportunity to get into the postseason. So a lot of things uh, that you guys kind of set forth goal-wise, have you achieved them so far? Yeah, you know, the one thing was we wanted to win both the games in county once we did that, and then we wanted <laughs> right. to be competitive, which I thought that uh, the team was um, competitive in every game we played. Uh, one of the big goals was put our best players on the field, and I think we did a great job of putting our guys, our best 11, on both sides of the ball. So that was one of our goals. You know, win the conference championship was a big goal, and now um, we've got just this last big hurdle to the uh, region that's trying to win the state championship for uh, the school and for Pitt County. This is uh, the old school uh, playoff, Brad. It's like the old days where uh, before they, you know, subdivided them and you had a lot of teams in the playoffs. This is just the amount that you're really going to have in the fall, too. Uh, so, I mean, this is kind of like the old school, uh, even though it's a, it's a subdivided bracket, it's old school as far as that. I mean, they're, they're, in other words, there are not a whole lot of gimmies uh, for any team in the first round. And, uh, you know, I've heard coaches say, we're, we're telling our kids, the first round's over. This is the second round on when things really get tough. Is that kind of what you're preaching to your guys? For now, every game is uh... – I do or die. You can either win, you can either win in advance, or you can lose and stay at home. And um, like this fall, if it was a regular season, this fall would be like a third or fourth round play. Uh, third or fourth round game. So, um, I think they're prepared for it. I think they um they are excited by giving, having the opportunity to play this game. So I'm just um can't wait. I know I won't be able to. <laughs> Uh, we'll bl- we'll send you a few tapes of our past shows. You'll you'll just knock right out just like that, Coach. That's I'll send some to your phone. Uh, Will Bland is uh, with us uh, here. Hey, uh, we, we talked about Michael Allen, and, and then I kind of went off of that other direction with the playoffs, but you got some other really great uh, and, and special players, uh, a couple of seniors. Kevin Hamilton is is probably uh, – well, not probably. He is, he is in that long line of great receivers to come out of Rose High School. He, he's another one of those. Yeah, he is. And, uh, and the funny thing about it, he, he's wear, he wears number three. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think that's just a uh, – I don't know how where that came about, where we all the great receivers we put in number three. I think three has been a lucky number for us for the last couple of years. So um, it's, it's something about that three. When you put it on, you turn to Superman. And he is every bit that he's a great athlete. He's – um, on both sides of the ball, he know how to get to the ball, and he know how to make things happen when he gets the ball in his hands. And then you've got another kid uh, at the receiver, uh, the the Gettis kid. Tell us a little. He's a sophomore. Tell us a little bit about him. Oh, he is a great kid, and, you, and, and he is Kevin Hamilton' um, brother. <laughs> 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 and he's, he's more of a, a, a kid that 
you get the ball in his hand, he just has the ability to outrun you. He's got sure hands. He he catches it, and then you know he's just a coachable kid, and that's what you want. You want to have some coachable kids, and he's one of them. Will Bland uh, with us. Uh, Wade Jarman has passed for nearly two thousand yards this year. And, and he didn't have Hamilton for a game or two. So, I mean, who knows, you know, if, if he'd had a healthy Hamilton the whole time, of course, Geddes has stepped in and others have as well. Uh, who knows how many yards he would have uh, he would have had. And he only went, he only played six games out of seven. That's true, too. That is, that's a great point, Coach. That's a great catch there. Uh, but, you know, I, I was impressed with Wade Jarman when I when I first saw him. Uh, he was called up, I think, late in the season, and one his, his sophomore, freshman or sophomore year. And then uh, he was in a playoff game, and and he had what you know guys call you know the ability the wiggle to make to make guys miss. Uh, his brother was taller, you know, and, and maybe, um, you know, a, a better deliverer of the ball. Um, at least based on the last time I saw Wade, I know Wade's worked really hard on things, but Wade was the more natural football player, uh, yeah. and he and he certainly has has been a heck of a uh, leader for your team this year. He has, he's been great acting on, but, um, you know, we're trying to preach that he doesn't always have to go for the home run ball, you know. And a lot of his mistakes is he's trying to make plays, which he's a great athlete, and then he makes the errant throw. So we're trying to preach that, hey, let's not do that. I know uh, it, it obviously uh, helps when you have really good, uh, really, 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 really good uh, players on offense. Uh, yeah, oh that, yeah. That that helps things quite a bit. And and having Caleb King, uh, who's at Havelock all those years and your high school teammate, a great offensive mind. Those are good things. But I think what really is impressive about this team is you all have only allowed thirteen and a half points per game coming in. And there were some years that Rose would allow thirteen and a half points per quarter. So this is <laughs> this is uh this has been a big change as much as anything. Yeah, and that was one of the big things that we wanted to make sure, hey, let's find a way to share up our defense because we were able to score with anybody, but the fact that we couldn't stop a lot of teams and gave a lot of points really, really hindered us from making the playoff run. So we shared up that side. We put some playmakers on that side, and they have been great this season. Coach Will Bland is with us. How has the year been overall as far as, uh, you know, these are high school kids, but you know they've we we've seen teams that have had things come up and and games get wiped out. I mean that happened in the basketball playoffs with some uh, teams from the East. Uh, you know as far as you, you know talk to them about several things. You know making sure they take care of themselves, they take care of their fam their families, they take care of uh, what they've got to do academically and on the football field. Uh, improve the program, get it going in the right direction. It just seems like kind of a crazy time with COVID to do all the other things that you had to do to kind of get the program going the way you wanted it to go. All right. Um, and, you know, uh, um, with the COVID situation, I just relied on a lot of these kids to make sure hey, we got to make sure we stay in up or we'll make sure we stay around the kids that we need to be around because you never know when your last game going to be. And I think they did great of not um, going out with the crowd, staying to their stuff, staying with their teammates. Um so we could have this season. So, and I think we did a great job of that, and we didn't, we haven't had really that much um, problem with the COVID situation. So I think I we preached this week, hey, let's keep doing what we're doing, stay in your bubble, and then let's get the last four weeks done. Coach, uh, one of the things that it was uh, talked about that uh, needed to happen with the program was, you know, getting more involvement, making, uh, making it a thing where kids wanted to come out and play football, get kind of recruiting the hallways. Uh, COVID made that a little bit difficult, I have to imagine. But, I mean, as far as, you know, getting guys that maybe, you know, and I'm not saying these would be star athlete guys, but guys who, who could play football that maybe were choosing not to in general. Have you been pretty successful in piquing the interest of, of, of kids to come out and play? I have. Uh, we have, we got a couple. Uh, we finally got some tickets because, you know, at the end of the season, we all went for two. But now we got um, three soccer players that have came came out here they helped us they're kicking for us that's a big plus for us uh i just when we when i took over i wanted to get more the school more involved with the program having these teachers come out here and watch these kids perform um because you know when kids are playing football they're they looking to stay in the theater teachers are there so i 
uh, faculty has been great. They've been supported. The community has been great with all this going on. Um, they support me, and you know, and all the coaches in the county and our conference have been great and supporting. So I, I can do it without them, and I'm just um, grateful they gave me the opportunity. Will tomorrow night uh, Rose will take on Lee Ahoy, County uh, at Angels Stadium, Marley Athletic the- Complex, seven o'clock again. It'll be on our sister station. 97.9 FM, uh, Trent McGee and RV will have the call for you. Uh, Coach, what do you know about uh, the Yellow Jackets of Lee County? Well, they had they have two great running backs. Both of them, they split time, but they also the two starting linebackers who really play good defense for them. Um, they run the spread. They got a quarterback that can throw, throw the ball. Uh, they run the offense that we ran a couple years ago, so we're kind of familiar with what, what they run and stuff. Um, they got a good receiver. Uh, they got a, a big line with their up there. They're big boys up there on both offense and defense. Uh, I, I think we have to be able to um, have up tempos so we can slow them guys down a little bit for us to be successful. So, you know, that's what we've been doing all year. We're going to try to run the guys, get them tired, and try to hit get our athletes in space and hit them with supposed to plays. Coach, good luck uh, tomorrow. Good to catch up with you, and congratulations on uh, repping the county in the playoffs. And uh, looking forward to uh, catch it up with you, hopefully, uh, as the playoff journey continues onward. Uh, I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you more. Thanks to Coach Will Bland there. And uh, tomorrow night, Rose in Lee County, 7 o'clock from Percy Daniels Stadium, the Minji's Farley Athletic Complex. We'll have the game for you on 97.9 here in Greenville, 97.9 FM. Trent McGee and Ronald Vincent, RV, on the call. Big thanks to uh, Will Bland, also uh, our Bojangles winner, Jason from Kinston. Uh, big thanks as well, intern Joe across the way, along with uh, Ben Byram. Great job, guys. Pirate baseball tomorrow, 2.45 airtime, 3 o'clock first pitch from Houston. Game one of the Friday doubleheader and of the four-game series. And then a uh, 8 o'clock first pitch is scheduled with a 7.45 airtime for game two. No PJ show tomorrow. We'll be back Monday. Cliff Godwin will be with us. And a lot more as we'll go inside the ECU clubhouse with the pirate head coach hope you have a great weekend out there and uh, we'll see you monday patrick johnson show